Welcome to the Weekend Wrap-Up. This is Zoe, the resident Gen Z at KLRC. Maybe you're like me and you don't catch everything on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. I'm sharing highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, middays with Andrea and Robert, and the drive home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. On Saturday last week, KLRC hosted the Ladies' Night Out event with the More Than Small Talk podcast crew, and it was such an amazing evening. Riley Clemens led worship, there was audience participation in the Battle of Generations. It was an incredible interactive experience. But unfortunately, Holly, one of the Small Talk podcast hosts, was really sick and couldn't make it. It broke our hearts, and we prayed for her and her recovery. But Christy has something from Holly that she wanted to share. You know, Mark, I just want to fill our listeners in because we've had several people just ask how Holly is doing, Holly Girth. Yes, because she had to miss Ladies' Night Out Saturday. Yeah, and um, and she had such a great message prepared. And she emailed me that message and um, because I was going to share some Saturday night. And we ended up rearranging some things. And anyway, but I didn't want it to go um, unheard because everything Holly writes has yeah. power. She's you know? such a good writer. Yeah. And one of the things she was talking about, you know, the theme of the night was lies our hearts believe in the truth that sets us free. And she was talking about her own personal lie. And basically... It's never enough. That's mm. her personal lie. Like I'm never enough. She says, wow. you know, she's a striver. She's always trying to people please or, or, you know, do the best she can. And then she'll feel like she falls short. This kind of perfectionism type mindset. And I know many of us can relate to that. Yeah. And she was just talking about how it all started, even in the, the garden of Eden. And it's these lies that start to seep in where Satan's asking Eve, you know, did God really say, that mm. you know mm-hmm. did God and then she took it into saying like did God really say you're enough mm. did God really say you're loved mm. did God really say he has a purpose for your life and those are lies that kind of creep in for her and she said everyone has a signature lie you're tempted to believe and I was thinking about that and I thought yeah we all hear lies every single day and and the reason I know because, I mean, I deal with that. It's kind of like, you know, you're not, you, sometimes as an extrovert, I'll feel like, you know, I'm too much, you know, and I've got to fight that. I've got to ask a friend. And that's what Holly said. She'll ask a friend. She'll text a friend and say, hey, I'm thinking this way right now. Can you remind me mm-hmm. of the truth? Of what is true. Wow. Yeah. And, and just how confessing that thought in your head not confessing as it's a sin. I'm talking about just confessing, like yeah, saying just, it hey. out loud takes so much power away from that lie. And every single person you lay your eyes on in the world mm-hmm. truly has a lie or multiple lies they struggle with on a regular basis, yeah. whether it's someone you're watching on TV that seems like they got it all together and they're super yeah. famous and they got their whole world together to this mom that's always put together. She is rocking it. You're like, how does she do that? Yeah. You know, even when people look at you, Mark, they think you've got it all together. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but I was just sitting here thinking, yeah, like I think my signature lie, it's a really fun way to fun. It's a really good way to think about, okay, what, what are the lies? That I believe like, I think, Oh, I think the big one for me is you've got to get it right. Mm. Everything's going to work. You know, I'm that black and white, right or wrong kind of thing. And so I've got to get it right. I've got to get this figured out. I've got to do this the right way Mm -hmm. all the time kind of thing. 
Yeah. But knowing that that's your lie, you're right. And then having people in your life that can say, hey, can you mm-hmm. remind me it's okay if I get it wrong once mm-hmm. in a while? Well, and, and you know, the, the scripture that came to my mind when I, I was reading Holly's notes was uh, there's a scripture, and I believe it's in Revelation, that says, you know, Satan is the accuser day mm-hmm. and night. Day and night. Like, he never sleeps. Like, and day and night, which means if he's accusing you day and night and yeah. you don't have any truth fighting up against that, that's right. going to start yeah. wearing oh, yeah. on you, right? And so I just thought it was such a great takeaway to truly remember every single person you see, they're struggling internally mm-hmm. or externally with lies, either their circumstances, just their own personal battle within. And and maybe it's even a reminder we can be a little kinder yeah. to each other and realize we're, we're all struggling here. We're all in this together. Um, but at the same time, God's saying, I don't have those same expectations. If, if you're not enough, if that's your lie. I don't have expectations like that on yeah. you. Really, all he wants from us is for us to love him and love each other and then let him take care of the rest mm. of that. That's really that's what it so, is. And that's so good. the truth. That is the truth. I have found security in knowing who I am as a child of God. It has helped me take down the lies I've told myself that I'm not smart or beautiful or wanted. And knowing that God made me, loves me, has a plan for me, has been the truth that sets me free constantly. And I hope you're able to conquer your lies too and stand on God's truth. Up next is my favorite positive difference story from this week. All right, Mark. So 12-year-old Samantha meets 15-year-old lifeguard Jonathan at a kids camp, church camp. Okay. Years ago. All right. They start a little romance. Uh A little camp romance. Mm -hmm. Okay. It grows as they grow. They fall in love. They get married. Wow. And uh, they start their family. Okay. And Jonathan uh, also had gone into the army. And served many, in many places. He served five tours in Afghanistan, Jordan, Lebanon, Iraq, and Syria. Okay, well, in 2019, he had orders to come home from deployment. He called his wife saying, please don't be mad, but I volunteered to stay for another mission. Wow. He was doing humanitarian work, helping girls attend school in Syria. Okay. She told him, I understand. I know how much you love your job. Wear your helmet, be safe. Well, in that particular deployment, uh, there was an explosion. And later on, she had a knock on her door. And they said, he's in the hospital. And there's a 0% chance your husband's going to make it. 0%. But he continued to pull through. And she flew to Germany to be with him. Doctors told her he would never walk again or remember her. And at his bedside, she felt him squeeze her hand three times. Mm. And that, in their own nonverbal way in their family, that was a a traditional thing. And that meant, I love you. Okay. So she knew. Yeah. He's kind of with me here. And after his medical retirement, obviously, that he had to retire, uh, they said, you know what? You're going to be lucky this guy can do anything. Well, power of prayer. He's walking. He's talking. He cannot see. All right. So he's blind. blind. Um, but that's where Drew Barrymore, the actress. Okay. Okay. 
she has this organization called the Home Depot Foundation and Tunnels to Towers Foundation. Okay, so they, they've partnered. Let's see, it's Drew Barrymore, the Home Depot Foundation, and Tunnels of Towers okay, Foundation. All of them. Yeah. To completely renovate their home oh my into a smart home. Yeah. So that him being blind, he can get around anywhere and do everything. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's been incredible for their family. And now he can do more. He can get up, he can make coffee, mm-hmm. he can even make pancakes. And she said the best part is that her children's reaction, they said it feels like a home now where the dad, where he can, Jonathan can be involved in everything that's going on. And this was the guy they said, zero chance you're even going to make it. Yeah. Wow. And uh, so basically they just laid out the entire home where you can, like security cameras will announce when a car is pulling up. Mm. The doors have chimes. The technology talks to you, tells you what's basically going on around you. He he has like a, a... walking assistance about what's going on throughout That's the home awesome. as he's going through the home. I mean, just the power of smart technology. Yeah. Uh, but they they built this home for him, and then there's no mortgage. <laughs> what a gift. What a gift. I mean, they've been through, you know, right everything. It's, yeah, he's a hero. He is a hero. Um, I just thought, that's pretty incredible, just all the life struggles and, and everything they've gone through. And Yeah. And to be able to be blessed like that. so That's pretty awesome. Yeah, my hat's off to, to Drew Barrymore. Right. I didn't even I know do. she had a foundation like I didn't that. either. It's really cool. That family's life is now forever changed. Their life story is a testimony to God's healing and provision. And I'm sure there are still challenges. I'm sure it's still hard. But I imagine it's also precious and joyful at the same time. And that's part of God's mystery, isn't it? How he transforms the bad into good and not in the way we expect it. And sometimes sporting events don't go the way we expect. Here's Mark and Christy talking about the need for parents to rein it in sometimes and what some listeners had to say about that. So, Mark, (laughs) you know, we've been having this discussion this morning around the breakfast table about, you know, purposely um, self-regulating during basketball games as a parent. Right. If you're a parent and you go to sports events or just to anything that your kids are involved in. Yeah. And you, that when you were mentioning too, it doesn't even have to be your kids. Like it's yeah. interesting how like sucked in you can get into right. something. Well, and this week, you know, I went to go watch support our school. The kids are older than my son and um, they're on the court. We watch three different basketball games and I'm having a conversation with the mom and mid conversation. Yeah. Like I'm watching the game, but I'm talking to her and one of our guys fouls another player and he's got his hands up like, what? I didn't do that. And just in mid conversation with her, I just pull away and I look out of the court and I go, you know, you did it. Just get down to the other end. <laughs> and just out of think? nowhere, I've got no stake really in the game. No. My kid's not playing. It's like a blend of mom and coach Christie perfectly. 1000. And and then I thought, man, when Mac is playing, I'm going to have to really watch this because I try and hold back, self-regulate sure. a little bit because I am competitive Yeah, and, and I used to coach high school sports. So I know how parents can get a little cray cray. Yeah. So I don't want to be the cray cray. Yeah. Cause then yeah, nobody wants to be that parent, but I also have those moments of like, just, it's like involuntary. It flies <laughs> out of my mouth. Uh-huh. And so I'm trying to figure out there's gotta be a strategy. And I, I do remember the other night, in this game where I've got no stake in the game, yeah. thinking to myself, I had to purposely disengage mm-hmm. from the games so that I wouldn't do those little moments. Yeah. And it's not even my kid yet. 
You know what I'm saying? It is. It's not easy. Do you struggle with that? Yeah, a thousand percent. And I hate that I do. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I wish I could just be that parent that could walk in and be like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. You know, just, I'm just here to enjoy everything. Yeah, it's all such a good experience. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely still learning. And we were talking about like, so what do you do? There's some things I've learned have helped. It really helps when Tiff and I go to a game together because she's like, look, if we're going to leave together, these are the ground rules. <laughs> she has to tell you that. I love this. Let's all just be, let's just, let's just keep this all in line, right? Which is good. It's just good accountability. Yeah. So she's like, kind of hey. your self-regulator. And, and she's yeah. competitive too mm-hmm. um, and, and loves our kids and, you know, wants to get engaged with it. It's kind of like, but there, there's a line, right? You don't want to mm-hmm. get that helps. Um, a couple of things that are, I think are helping me. Uh, I, some of it is like, I got to cheer for and watch all the kids. <laughs> I, I get so wrapped up into my kid or watching mm. my kid, right? And just be like, hey, yeah. it helps to kind of just take a step back. Be like, hey, let's <laughs> just watch the whole picture here, <laughs> right? Uh, it just kind of helps to kind of disengage a little bit from that and enjoy it yeah. a little bit more kind of thing. And I love my kids and that's I'm like easily locked into and fixated on like, yeah, how are right. they doing? How are they just be like, okay, look, well, like watch the whole thing here. Okay. Be able to celebrate some of the other kids. Okay. That's um, good. That's, I'm trying something new this year. We're going to sit closer to oh, the floor. No. Oh no. Oh no. I don't know. You I think, think that's it's good accountability. Help? I think it's good. <laughs> well, we're going to find out because are you gonna sit if it doesn't the... work well, I guarantee we are going to be sitting closer. Yeah. Are you going to sit behind the bench? Not like that close. Okay. But usually we're like about two thirds of the way up and I think we're going like in the bottom half, just getting a little bit, a little bit closer. I mm. think it gives good. I'm hoping anyways that it's just added layer of I don't know. accountability. That makes it harder it for me. Risky? Yeah. Cause I feel like, oh, now they can really hear me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so. <laughs> it, it, could go, it could go bad for sure. And there is, the, the, you know, and which is funny to me that I went years not thinking about this, which is probably pretty prideful. But one of my favorite things for my kids has always been, hey, on the way to a game, let's pray. Let's pray for you. Let's pray for your teammates. Mm-hmm. Let's pray that the officials can do their best. <laughs> right? We pray for everybody. Mm-hmm. I was like, how about we pray for dad? Like, <laughs> but I really do think I'm like, God, I like, I really do need to ask for your help. Yeah. There's actually a sure. spiritual solution to this. Like walking in, just be like, God, help me to enjoy this. Like now make it more than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And also be grateful and enjoy it for everything that it is. Mm-hmm. And not get all that hung, like some good humility that just says, okay, God, I need help. Like, I don't, I wish I wouldn't struggle getting too too sucked into this, but I do. So would you help me right here? It feels because it doesn't even have to be my kids, right? I can go to a hog basketball game and right. get all like sucked in totally for guys that I'm never going to meet in my entire life. Exactly. No, I, like, I hear you. I, I see that a lot and I've been guilty of, you know, yelling in the moment. And so, okay, well, I, I, try those things, I would anyways. love to hear. I know there's someone listening who struggles with this with this self-regulating you're so competitive even when you don't even know anyone on the court you get so fired <laughs> up so, right and so we want to know your strategy how to not be that parent yeah or person even exactly yeah. and i know there's a gentleman that called us earlier when we were talking about this and uh-huh. i just want to apologize to you because i hung up on you not because of what you said it's because you didn't get a chance to say anything i'm running the board this morning and i went to go <laughs> record it and i i hit 
like the hang up button. And I was like, oh my goodness. You're still just, learning new things. It's I hung right. up on him and I know he had something good to say. I okay. could tell. Like all just right. whenever I an- initially answer the phone. So I'm sorry. Call <laughs> us back. We want to hear from you. And if you're listening and you need help. Uh-huh. We're going to get help today. We're going to get you get help, help. And I need help. I have an, some advice for your ball game situation. Okay. So I am an equal opportunity ball mom yeller. Whether we are offense or defense. Oh, my so goodness. This is hilarious. I might, have, I might have been not so politely told that I was louder than the coaches. Whoa. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you pretty competitive? Um, yes, yes, I am. Okay, okay. And so our sons went through ball. We've done baseball, basketball, daughter, same thing. And so with her, um, I started eating popcorn because I would either end up putting on somebody or choking, that but I wouldn't brilliant. be yelling for the kids. So find something you like to chew on, and there is your advice. Oh, that my goodness. Is brilliant. That's great advice, and I have no problem eating. So this all works out well for me. <laughs> you guys have a blessed morning. Hi, hey, this is Brad. What's up, Brad? Hey, Brad. You know, I refereed for over 25 years around here. Oh, my goodness. You refed for 25 foot, years? Basketball, football, I did it all, okay? And listen to parents. Back my last recreation game was the Silent Spring. I figured out. Because I got to be one of those parents that was very animated. I figured out a one-word cure. And, and this is a great Christmas philosophy for you. Okay. But there's one word cure for for uh, getting over that. Okay. It's called graduation. It, the cure for getting over the competitive self-regulation, not screaming out randomness, is is congratulations? No. Graduation. Uh- <laughs> So basically, it's just going to happen just until they graduate. <laughs> this is coming from a referee of 25 years. <laughs> He's like, there's no hope for us, basically. That's hilarious. I appreciate y'all. Keep up the good work. I don't have a sporty bone in my body, or at least so I thought. Till one time I was working at a volleyball game during my college years, and I got unusually excited over my college's team winning some points in the volleyball game. I got so worked up and now I get it. I get why people get so excited. Now here are the best moments from Andrea this week. 90.9 KLRC. I'm just reflecting on ladies night out. It happened this past weekend and it was a awesome time together with all these women all across 36 states of the U.S. were represented there. I heard that someone from Great Britain was there. That's amazing. And as I'm thinking back about what my favorite part was of the night, it just stood out to me how important community is together. There was one point where Riley Clemens was leading worship and we were seeing goodness of God. She put the mic down and just let the women sing out. And it was this beautiful, powerful moment hearing all these voices united, praising God, women of all different denominations and all different churches all across the U.S. just singing out to God. No matter where we stood on all sorts of issues or things, we were united through Christ in that moment. And it was, it was just beautiful. That was something I will treasure from that night. 
90.9 KLRC. It's always an adventure with the dogs in my household, especially since they're older. They're both in their double digits. Well, one of our dogs kept getting sick and sick and sick and sick. And we're trying to figure out what on earth is going on for you to get sick. Well, turns out he has been jumping into our garden where we had a plethora of tomatoes that have just been dying out after that freeze happened. The plant died, but the tomatoes just kept, you know, doing their thing and kept growing and we didn't clean them up. And we go to clean up the garden yesterday, hundreds, literally hundreds of half-eaten tomatoes that I can almost guarantee you my dog has been biting into to enjoy. Oh, makes a lot more sense now. What happens when you eat too much, you get sick. Yep, that's what was going on. 90.9 KLRC. I love me a breath prayer. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's this idea that you breathe in and say something, and then you breathe out and say something else to God. It just leans into the idea when in 1 Thessalonians 5, it talks about praying continually, just little breath prayers to say throughout your day. The one that I'm thinking of today is when you inhale, you say, God is with us. And when you exhale, still always. I love that little reminder. God is with us still always. Just a quick breath prayer to help you get through the day. I didn't know breath prayer was a thing before I started practicing it myself. It came actually out of doing yoga and breathing in and out and wanting to have some healthy mantras like God is good or God help me right now or God get me through this day. And it became a practice where if I was ever really struggling with something, maybe I was having some anxiety, I would take those deep breaths, calm myself and fill my lungs with the name of God. I think it's so great and such a great practice and apparently it's a thing breath prayer now here's robert the fact is we are all going through something i'm robert on 90.9 klrc and reading from author and speaker lisa turker she shares that whatever our struggle is remembering that others have burdens of their own will help us choose to be a little kinder to one another today it will help us be a little more aware that what we see on the outside of someone isn't all there is today we can choose to let compassion rise grace soften and let love lead. 90.9 KLRC. My name's Robert, and I have always driven quirky cars. Maybe you know what this is like, the kind of car where you're like, okay, if you're going to move my car, you got to jiggle the handle like this, the key's got to go in a little sideways, and then it'll start. Oh, don't turn on the AC. It might shut off. <laughs> Maybe that's my kind of experience. But my car has always had issues, and so this last new one, this new quirk, has to do with the tire pressure. Oh, there's nothing wrong with my tire pressure. But that light will turn on whenever it wants to, and I get all scared. <laughs> and then I end up like pulling over in random places to check it. And see, now I'm thinking it's crying wolf, and I'm going to ignore it. But I feel like the one time I do ignore it, something's really going to be wrong. I'm sure I didn't fully understand it when I was younger, but now, as a grown-up, I get what my mom was trying to do. I'm Robert on 90.9 KLRC. She would always pray, my mom, that she would pray for us to have peace that surpasses all understanding. And as a kid, you're like, okay, you know, but as a grown-up, you're like, I need that kind of peace because life gets crazy and then God's peace comes into our hearts and we're like, you know what? It's going to be okay. God's got me. That's the peace that happens in the middle of the storm.
Mm, Definitely agree. Peace that surpasses understanding is something I've especially needed in my adult life. As I'm walking through some challenges right now, it's a prayer I am saying repeatedly. But God does give us that and we can receive it. The peace that makes people question makes them wonder, why are you so calm? And we can tell them it's because Jesus has the power over even the strongest waves. Speaking of encouragement, here's a good word from Anson and Kara, especially if we're walking through something right now. If you spent much time on the internet or in the greeting card aisle, you've probably seen this quote from Dr. Seuss. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Ah, yes. Which sounds like a really nice sentiment until you lose someone. Mm. Or you have a terrible day. Mm. Or you're struggling with depression. Yeah. And then suddenly those words, don't cry, kind of feel a little bit like a mockery. Ah. You know? Mm -hmm. Because grief is not a sin, (laughs) y'all. And I think that there's times we may feel guilty about being sad if we're Christians. Because we know all of these true things about we have hope in Jesus. We know that someone's in a better place. All, all of these things are true. But also, being sad, it, it doesn't make that go away. Right. And it doesn't mean you're a bad Christian if you're sad. Hey, uh, <laughs> Jesus was sad. Exactly. <laughs> in fact, that's one of my favorite passages about Jesus. When he saw that Lazarus, his best friend, was, was in a tomb and his sisters were weeping for him, he stopped and allowed himself to grieve. Even though, spoiler alert, he was about to go raise the guy from the dead. Yeah. He allowed himself to grieve. Mm. Uh, I was reading an article from Sean Bess, and he says this, Sadness, far from being a mark of not having enough joy in the spirit, is a reminder that this world is not our home. Mm. One day, every tear will be wiped from our eyes. But right now, we have a savior who understands our pain. If you are the type of person, like me, who thinks of burgers and sandwiches as primarily a vehicle for pickle consumption, (laughs) Uh I have very good news for you. Okay. Okay? Okay. Look, I love pickles. Yeah, you do. I think they're very necessary. (laughs) They are necessary. On sandwiches and burgers and such. Yes. And there is a new condiment that's coming out. Oh, boy. It's announced by Heinz. It's called pickle ketchup. Oh. And it's basically what it sounds like yeah ketchup that is pickle flavored wow to go along with it okay i actually read one person's review of this i haven't been able to try it myself yet yeah and they said it was pretty good okay so it's kind of like if you uh you know we're gonna put ketchup and like relish on your hot dog or something oh you just combine that taste yeah interesting together so my question is are you then still going to put pickles on your sandwich oh yeah totally you have pickle so you have (laughs) double pickle action right that's right that's the goal pickle ketchup and pickles and pickles Maybe a couple extra pickles. Okay. <laughs> All the pickles. Okay. I really like pickles, Kara, is All what right. I'm trying to All say. Right. Good to know. <laughs> Anson, daylight savings time happened. Ah, yeah, it did. This weekend. Mm-hmm. And in, in a way, it's kind of fun because you get the extra hour of sleep. Oh, in that the was fall. nice. Yes. That is nice. But then you just spend like the next however many months this lasts looking at each other all the time being like how is it already this dark Uh, at this time yeah sunsets what like it's just after five o'clock i think yeah yeah it's so dark and so it's it's got me it's got me singing this song oh 
Anson. Uh-huh. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yes. Wow. Why are you here at 5 p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> and now you've got me extra sleepy. Oh, man, this is good. <laughs> How am I supposed to stay awake till 10? Good question. Yeah, right? When the darkness keeps calling me to my bed <laughs> my comfy bed yes, it does. because it's so dark so early <laughs> bravo thank you well thank you. done kara summarized exactly how i feel about the time change i hate that it's so dark so early but on the one bright side, I know, get it, bright side of things, it helps me get to bed earlier, and sleep is important. Thank you so much for listening to this week's wrap-up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.